My name is Zach Como, and you're listening to the My Tech Decisions Podcast. Said, my name is Zach and I'm your host. Today's guest is Aviad Hasnis, the CTO of Sinet Security. Aviad and I discuss today's threat landscape and which infrastructure is more secure, cloud or on-premises. Each has their advantages and disadvantages, but Aviad says IT teams should lean heavily on cloud infrastructure to help secure their IT environments. Before we get to that interview, here's a quick reminder to download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes to hear weekly interviews with IT experts that can help give you the knowledge you need to make the best decisions for your organization. And now, here's Aviad. So, uh, what is it, what's, what's, a more, what's a more secure um, infrastructure, cloud or on-prem? Yeah, so, defi- so definitely cloud, uh, if I would say. I mean, both had their advantages and disadvantages, obviously. Um, but I think that the latest trends that started around, uh, let's say, um, the beginning of 2021, we've seen multiple attacks targeting companies and organizations that are utilizing on-premise infrastructure. Um, and it, it's a trend that uh, has really stressed out the fact that when companies, especially in the mid-market, utilize uh, these kinds of on-premise infrastructure, they don't usually have the capabilities or the manpower to make sure they are all up to date in terms of security updates. And that's why we're seeing so many attacks. So, what, and what I, I mean, what I recommend to small companies or a medium company is to always use cloud infrastructure in, instead of on-premise infrastructure. Um, I mean, just from the data that we at Signet are gathering, we've seen uh, numerous uh, Microsoft Exchange vulnerabilities being exploited. Right. Even prior to uh, the disclosure of uh, proxy logon, proxy shell, and, and so forth. Um, so basically I would say that cloud environments are better, um, in terms of security. Um, obviously some reasons for that are that, you know, attackers, they don't necessarily have, um, uh, you know, an environment that they can simulate an attack, that they can find uh, vulnerabilities, um, because I mean, the, 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 the software that runs on the cloud is proprietary to the, to the company that kind of, you know, that basically created it, built it. Um, in addition to that, in today's time, most of the uh, cloud vulnerabilities don't even have a CVE. Uh, I think just like a few days ago, a company called Wiz found uh, right. a, a huge, yeah, a huge vulnerability in Cosmos DB for, in Microsoft. 
there's no there's not even a CV. I mean, <laughs> basically, I mean, um, so uh, but but the other the other perspective is that if you do find the vulnerability within uh, cloud within the cloud, then you are more as an attacker, you're more likely to spread. Um, or to or to steal data from many different organizations, mm. uh, which which might not be the same uh, for right. on-premise. I mean, um, but overall, definitely, I would say that that cloud is is much safer. And mm. you see, organizations moving more and more and more into cloud-based infrastructure. Right, right. Yeah, especially since um, you know the onset of, of uh, COVID, since you know everyone kind of. Uh, they left the office to work out of their homes, which necessitated more fun. The, the Kaseya ransomware Kaseya. attack. Yeah. What, did, what okay. did that show us about the security of cloud versus on-prem? So basically, all, only on-premise customers of Kaseya were were attacked, uh, and, and that's obvious because um, you know uh, once the breach was disclosed, then um, you know first of all, Kaseya was able to to take their servers off, take them down, and it's much harder, obviously, to reach out to organizations, making sure they all uh, take them down as well. Um, so, and that's the reason why a few hundreds of, of companies were mm-hmm. actually uh, been atta- have been attacked successfully. And I would I would say that uh, it's not just that. I mean, it would probably it was probably harder for the attackers to um, to utilize the vulnerability in Kaseya uh, for their SaaS for their SaaS customers uh, without raising additional flags and additional warnings, um, probably because you, you know there are some um, um, like UEBA user behavior analytics mechanisms within within the SaaS environment, so there are many uh, different uh, uh, defense walls. Uh, for detecting this kind of uh, of uh, um, behavior, of uh, threat behavior. Um, so, so yes, I mean, and, and I think it got in the recent year, even a little bit less than a year. It started with Sunburst, with the Solar Winds breach, mm-hmm. and it stressed out that as much as security progresses. Um, you know, sophisticated attackers or even nation-state uh, um, you know, attackers are seeking more lucrative, more um, I would just um, what's the word for it? Um, you know, more secret, more silent, um, like more more sensitive. Yeah, more sensitive. I mean, yeah. something that is well hidden. Um, ways ways to to attack. Right. And, and I think that you, what we call the supply chain attack, mm-hmm. when they, when they breach, um, uh, uh companies like that, that yeah. are then installed in different organizations, uh, it's something that we, uh, I think we definitely are going, we, we've not seen the, the end of it, I, I would say. Uh, I can also share that, um, around the time that Sunburst has, has erupted, um, we we also had a few customers that they were not they were I mean they were rich at the time they were rich they were not signed customers they had a, a ransomware attack and they came to us uh, for um, 
they came to us for uh, performing uh, uh, an IR, an incident response, uh, dissecting the, the malware, understanding what has happened, uh, giving them uh, you know security advices, making sure their, their uh, environment is, is clean. And so in few of these cases, uh, what we noticed is that the original breach uh, was due to a breach that had taken place uh, on an IT uh, organization, on an IT company that provided services for for these companies. So I think that third party, whether it's by uh, a software like Aseya or SolarWinds or by an additional company that perform uh, IT services, is something that we are, it's going to be a trend, uh, mm. more, I mean, more of a trend uh, than what we're right. seeing now. Right. Yeah, and um, we'll to our next question. Um, yeah, we've seen uh, obviously a rise in supply chain attacks. Um, uh, so, yeah. you know, how, how do you square that with, you know, the idea of trusting more of, of your cybersecurity to, you know, third party uh, cloud apps? So, so the thing is this, I mean, uh, you would have to use third-party uh, uh, SaaS apps, and it's better to use uh, third-party SaaS apps than uh, third-party on-premise apps. Um, the the thing is that just by like, let's say just by our data uh, over the uh, last six months or even five and a half months since since mid uh, March, um, we've seen on-premise attacks. Go rise up about 45% mm. in, in comparison to SaaS uh, uh, applications. So, um, I mean, there, there's, there's not. I mean, you you would have to to do that. Um, what I, and I think that how Cynet is is approaching uh, the uh, the question that you raised is that what what organizations will have to do is that they will have to make sure that their SaaS configuration um, is is the right one. That's called SSPM. What, what, we're, what we're doing is that we're basically inspecting all of the connections that an organization have mm. with, with, with its SaaS applications, making sure the configurations are, uh, are the safest. For example, uh, if someone uses Office 365 but he doesn't use um, you know, two-factor authentication or multi-factor authentication, then we can show a warning for that. Right. Um, so it, so the fact that someone uses cloud or SaaS infrastructure doesn't necessarily mean that it's safe. It has to make sure that it aligns or that the organization aligns uh, with the with the best security protocols. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure the settings are are okay. <clears throat> So, um, you know, when an organization, um, you know, maybe can be compromised, um, what's the difference in response time between cloud and on-prem? I mean, do you ask this question? I mean, in in terms of of the organization that has been um, that, yeah. that has been uh, so, uh, yeah, so that so that the end customer. Yeah. Um, so so basically, I mean, if if we want to handle an incident response, then obviously when it's through SaaS environment, then you can have 
you know, many people that are located around the globe, um, especially because of COVID, because since no, uh, uh, not so much, so, so many people has already returned to office. Um, basically, when you have an ability to work through SaaS environment and uh, uh, respond to the um, to the breach, then naturally it's more uh, it's faster than you know working on premise. Uh, mm-hmm. You would have to connect to a VPN, and you wouldn't have you wouldn't necessarily have uh, access to so many servers. You don't necessarily have one console to manage everything. Um, if you have if your organization is spread around the globe in more than one location, then um, um, and you're working on prem, you would not necessarily have you know access to all of the uh, the different infrastructure within the environment. Um, so basically, SaaS would definitely be faster. Right. And you could have many people simultaneously working on it, so you can mm-hmm. actually divide. Uh, the burden among many people. Right, right. I think the answer to the next question I, I think is is fairly obvious, and it's one obviously one of the main benefits of, of you know cloud computing. But um, now why should uh, smaller or medium sized companies, um, especially with smaller you know I, you know uh, cybersecurity expertise, uh, why should they embrace cloud based security? Um. So so yeah, it, it's pretty obvious. I think I think the major I mean, there are many there are many reasons, but I think the major reason is that mid-market organizations or organizations with uh, minimal security expertise they don't want to they don't want to handle um, security. Um, it's it's something that they want to come natural to them. It's like let's say it's like electricity. You don't want to pay attention to it. Okay? You, you just want it to, to work. You expect it to work one hundred percent of the time. So basically uh what I would uh, uh advise to, to these types of organizations and I and it's not just wood, it's actually what, what I actually do. Uh is is to forget about um forget about having to be active in terms of security. Okay, making sure you're using SaaS platform, you're always using the latest updates, uh, the latest detections, mm-hmm. the latest security updates, and so on. So you don't have to worry about it. Um, I, I, ca- I can tell you that I have customers that are using on-premise, um, on-premise uh, infrastructure, just as just like the the exchange servers. They are big organizations. Okay, they are. Organizations that have thousands of employees, right. but they're still not mature enough in terms of cybersecurity. Um, and, and, and these are big companies, okay? Um, and yet they're not as mature as, as others. And they have, let's say, a few a few uh, uh, exchange servers running as backups. Um, and even when there's a vulnerability and their server was breached, even if Signet detects and prevents it, but their, their server was breached and we informed them that they are not running the latest updates and they should update and etc., they still don't do it because they, they have five servers. They, uh, but they are located in different countries and they want they don't want any uh, downtime issues, and so basically they procrastinate it and it, it never gets done. 
But when you're using SaaS, I mean, there's no downtime. You don't have to work um, for the updates to come, and basically you're you're safe. Right. Well, I think one of the challenges, I guess, of you know all all these uh, SaaS apps, especially um, security apps, that um, you have to manage them all, um, and especially as you know everyone's in the office now. There really is no security perimeter. So how do you, um, you know, manage all that? Yeah. So so what? Uh, so so that's a very good question. So what I told you about earlier, the SSPM, which is a uh, uh, security poster management. Mm-hmm. So basically, you don't have to, as a security engineer or or a security analyst within a company, you don't have to manage them one by one, a hundred percent of the time. Um, I think there are there are two main ways to get this done. So the first one is what I told you about. It's called SSPM, SaaS Security Poster Management. Basically, making sure you have all the right settings, all the right security settings turned on. That's one thing. The, the other thing is is a SIM. Uh, um, obviously, a, a very a sophisticated SIM, probably which one one that utilizes uh, machine learning capabilities. But basically. Getting all your logs, all your security events from your endpoints, from your network, but also from your um, third-party apps and, and SaaS apps into a single location, uh, having correlation run among all of them to detect threats that are going. Uh, I think these two uh, uh, mechanisms are the best, are, are uh, the best in you know. Having security uh, analysts uh, uh, spending less time and effort um, in actually, uh, you know, detecting uh, if something bad does happen. Right. Very good. Well, um, Avina, thanks very much for helping on. I appreciate it. Um, sure. Thanks for listening to another episode of the My Tech Decisions podcast, where it's our mission to help you make technology decisions for your company. If you would like to learn more, head to MyTechDecisions.com or follow us on Twitter at MyTechDecisions. You can also follow me on Twitter at ZWComo. Until next time.